for Monday, April 18, the 108th day of 2022. There are 257 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Uh, the look back on the Easter weekend and a look at the week ahead. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Sending into my left, Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speed. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? Okay, how are you? I'm well. Did you did you get anything good in your Easter basket? I did. You did? I did. Uh, anything remarkable? Uh, anything you want to comment on? Because I wanted to make a comment on something in your Easter basket. Um, that I, uh, just, the, two really nice candles, a lot, uh, a lot of magazines. Ah, I'm glad you mentioned the magazines. Okay. Um, get used to the magazines that you... It's kind of a tradition... I usually drop a magazine or two into your Easter basket, and you know it's usually there was the one year we bought each other the very same magazine, <laughs> uh, so that was kind of fun. that was kind of funny. But magazines are becoming obsolete. Some very well known magazines have ceased publishing. Uh, o magazine that was Oprah's Field and Stream, Outdoor Life, Popular Science, Shape, Air and Space, Smithsonian, and Art News, and then others are just doing away with their print publications and going to entirely online. Eating well, Entertainment Weekly health and parents so i guess you better uh take advantage of your printed magazines while you can what will people do in doctor's offices now i don't know they'll just have to play on their phone play on their phone which they're already doing is my guess he is the five-time winner of the coveted ohio newshawk award he's the two-time silver sound nominee covering every corner of the globe london budapest rio tokyo and litchfield he's sam gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Had a wonderful Easter. Uh, did you find the prize egg? No, I, I did not. Do you hide eggs from yourself? No, no, no not, not this year. Not this year. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, it was a very laid back, getting some other work done. Some other work done. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's, yeah, we got some. We got a big week coming up. Oh, sports week. Well, is that what you mean? Sports week and, and everything. Oh, yeah, week. yeah. You got prom got and you got. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Got, you got all kinds of yeah, stuff. Got, it is. There's I, a lot going on. I forgot on. we had projects this week. So yeah. I'm glad you glad you reminded me. I hope you had a great Easter. We had a wonderful Easter. Uh, we had a wonderful church service yesterday morning, and then after church yesterday, we had uh, lunch at mom's and um, but. Um, Taylor and Cameron were were over, and it was wonderful to see them. So uh, there's the the beautiful group right there, uh, oh. daughter and and son in law. There they made it over for for lunch. Uh, it was a true blessing. My grandmother was at church yesterday morning for both Sunday school and church, and then she came to lunch with us after church yesterday. And of course, the Easter Bunny stopped by our house, and Alea got uh, in her pretty Easter dress, and she got to see what the Easter Bunny had uh, left for her. In our place, that kid really, really cleans up. Yes, she, sidewalk tell, chalk. She's a big oh, fan yeah. of the sidewalk chalk. She got chalk uh, from. She got more chalk for her birthday last night, mm-hmm. and so she just. She's just chalking it up. And then, uh, you don't know this, Miss Buckles, but um, last evening. The my mother, who just always outdoes herself with uh, meals for for the family, she sent a, a text to her children, and then she relied upon her children to relay it to those that need it. And she she sent a photo, and she sent the following caption: it "says Best mac and cheese that I've ever made was found in the lower oven after everybody <laughs> left. Sorry, y'all missed it. And of course, you know me; I always have to throw a punchline in." I gotta gotta get my my zinger in. I said, I was just saying a bit ago that lunch was perfect, except there was no mac and cheese. So, <laughs> That's uh, funny. We didn't want for anything, no. including mac and cheese. It was a uh, it was a uh, it was a b- bountiful table, it was. And, and it's also uh, also <laughs> an elaborate game of Tetris meets 
setting the table meets Jenga meets one thing comes up and it rotates around the table and then something lands in its spot. It's it's quite the ballet in getting that many people fed around a table and, see, and not we, doing we, a buffet we always style. Do, we always do buffet style. Uh, I don't know that other than maybe like <laughs> rolls and then passing around the, the butter. Uh, yeah, she, I don't know that we would, ever do. She wouldn't go for that. We've ever not done buffet style. She is holding on yes. with every ounce of her being now, to not have to do the buffet style. we continue to grow, it, it may become necessary yeah, some, for something. At some point but, in time, you cross over and it just has yeah. to be. But she, you could just tell she is, mm-hmm. she is determined. Now, at Christmas, we did have to go to a second table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we got back it's to a, a kids we got table? back no, well, no 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 it wasn't it wasn't a kids table unless you count my dad and uh, he he might be he might be a kid but anyway it's a it's a good day yes she is my mom is a very sweet lady so yes. it's always always wonderful to be gathered uh, weather wise what you can expect today it was a wet start I think it'll be wet during both commutes today um and we could see. The possibility of some frost late tonight. I know regionally it's a possibility here between the lakes. I I don't know. Maybe 37 is the official posted overnight low for tonight after only getting to about 50 today. Tomorrow will look nice, and it'll feel better. It'll be 62 and sunny for tomorrow. Chance of some rain late on Wednesday into early on Thursday. And then, hello, Thunder over Louisville. Uh, 85 on Saturday. Toasty. Is that too warm for you, Sam? Well, you wouldn't see me at Thunder (laughs) Over Louisville regardless. No, but you'll be outside on Saturday Uh, afternoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good good point. Again, now it's my turn to forget that that's even happening. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll it'll be toasty. No, those fancy umbrellas that I bought you to protect you from the sun? Uh Well, no, it's okay. We say the 85, but, I mean, we had a fiddle and fest a couple years ago that was knocking on 100. So, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Some quick math says we're 15 shy of that. Correct. Is, or we uh, could have, like, we've had a couple of softball games where it's been, like, almost we had to break out the heavy jackets yeah. and scrape the frost off the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's to the extreme. I rock the mic like a can, uh, vandal. Sorry. Uh, strong thunderstorms spawned eight tornadoes now is what we know on Wednesday. The National Weather Service has uh, con, con, uh, finalized and closed the book on their survey that damaged uh, in Kentucky some trees, homes, barns, vehicles. No official tornado in Grayson County, but it doesn't mean that we didn't have some damage in Caneyville and the Aneta areas. But the report from the National Weather Service classified tornadoes as EF0 and EF1, so peak winds ranging from 80 to 100 miles per hour. Uh, Taylorsville, Upton, Shelbyville, Waddy, Paytona, Buffalo, those areas were the locales that officially had tornadic, what was actually ruled to be a tornado. I'd love to, because I took my one meteorology class, but I never learned like how they do the storm damage. I'd love to just sit there and watch them and how they do it and how they break it down and be like, oh, well, is this an EF2 or an EF1 and all of that. I just find it very interesting. All right. I, I, I've got Kevin Harnett's cell number. Do you want... The- he was Ke- Kevin Harnett to give you some lessons. I, I, I know some. I mean, I took my meteorology class. I'm pretty much a meteorologist. <laughs> but Sam, he, I mean, he's our official weather partner. He so, is. I mean, he, yeah, no, he we could, can. He could probably even give you tutoring after okay. school twice a week, <laughs> probably at a discount. Oh wow, that that's. <laughs> Here's some of the other headlines <laughs> of the day: Ukrainian fighters who were holed up in a massive steel plant in the last known pocket of resistance. Inside the shattered Syria, uh, city of Mariupol, ignored a surrender or die ultimatum from Russia yesterday and held out against the capture of the strategically vital port. The fall of Mariupol was just the site of a merciless seven week old siege that has reduced much of the city to a smoking ruin, would be Moscow's biggest victory of the war and would also free up some troops to uh, move into other areas of the country. So they're trying to hold on to Mariupol as long as possible. I couldn't help. I saw some news coverage of it yesterday. But Ukraine is a, interestingly, it's both Orthodox. It's both uh, it's Orthodox Jew. It's Jewish. It's got pockets of Christianity in it, of course. And so whether it was Passover or whether it was Easter being celebrated, I just can't imagine what it must have been like to have that holy weekend that we just experienced and being in the war-torn area of 
you know it's it just made it in ways even more grateful for the way we have it here in the United States uh when you see what some of our fellow man is enduring in Ukraine over what's supposed to be a celebratory weekend there were three mass shootings over the Easter weekend two in South Carolina one in Pittsburgh uh that's bad What's worse is that I saw a stat this morning that said there had been 162 this year. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of um, at, at a loss for words. I guess we could spend a lot of time trying to figure out why that is. But I remember a few years ago when it happened, it was, you know, it was a headline for days. And now I think, well, I've not even heard of 162 shootings. Uh, this year through f- almost four scary. complete months. That is extremely scary. Uh, closer to home, some headlines that probably are going to impact your life. At least one-fourth of us are about to get some good news in the mail, one of which include a young man by the last name of Garmley. No, no. No, you didn't uh, pay yours? They, no, I did, but they had already... You got the adjustment. Correct. Because no, I waited. Sorry, Sam. I waited. So, well, I mean, in a way, I got my refund. I guess you could say. But who doesn't like free money? Who doesn't like extra money in the mail? Yeah. Now that that I can't deny. <laughs> vehicle property tax refund checks will be soon sent in the mail to Kentuckians who paid their vehicle taxes this year because their birthdays fell in January, February, and March. The action is estimated to save vehicle owners more than $370 million in vehicle property taxes. So you remember state law triggered them to be much higher because used car values are so much higher right now than normal. The legislature rolled that back and said we're going to use pre-pandemic or 2020 numbers, I guess, before they had uh, started to skyrocket. And they are expecting the average refund amount between 40 and $50, but obviously there are some that are a lot higher on i'm going to go with vehicles that are a couple of years older they're the ones that really skyrocketed i think that mine was like 60 60 more uh, something and you compared year over year it's going to be about two hundred twenty-one thousand refund checks and they're going to be they're sending twenty-five thousand checks a day that's how many they can process a day because they got you know lick the stamps and mm-hmm. put them on there and it just takes a while so to if we've had checks. trump bucks and biden bucks are these Bashir bucks <laughs> yeah uh, I I prefer they be like uh, Andy Crypto, <laughs> you know. They can they need, they need Andy in there more than more than Bashir, I think, because it's too alliterative with Biden bucks. We got to do uh-huh. you know, Andy Andy something. Uh, so twenty five thousand checks a day, and if you've already paid your taxes or paid them before Sam did, then maybe you're on that yes, list. Yeah, I was lucky. This puzzled me. Uh, I found it to be a very interesting. Uh, just consideration about sociology and the world we live in. A Kentucky jury has awarded a man $450,000 who sued his employer after he asked them not to celebrate his birthday at work, and they did it anyway. Kevin Burling told his manager at Gravity Diagnostics in Covington back uh, three years ago that a birthday celebration would cause him immense stress. But the company didn't heed his request, and Burling suffered a panic attack. The next day, Burling had another panic attack when his supervisor chastised him for uh, stealing his co-worker's joy. And then, apparently in the report, quote, being a little girl, end quote, according to a lawsuit. Burling alleged in his lawsuit the company discriminated him against him based on a disability and retaliated against him for demanding a reasonable accommodation to it. I know that that seems... Well, it it goes on in the story to say that the reason for it is that he just lost his father. Okay. And there was was a connection there that he just lost his father, and birthdays were like his... Sure. That was going to be really difficult, and kind of he didn't want the extra anxiety of that. I don't even think that we have to add that footnote. I think if we just kind of go back to your birthday... Is your birthday. Mm-hmm. In fact, she over there infamous, infamously says they can't take your birthday. You know, they, <laughs> they, can, they can take lots of things from you, but mm-hmm. they, they, they can't take your birthday. And so it's yours to celebrate if you want or you don't want. And it drives at how I'm just curious to know if this lawsuit had never been filed, is this less likely to happen in 2022 than it was in 2019 
organically? Like, mm-hmm. are we becoming, because of kindness initiatives or because of whatever type of culture that you want to call it, are we, do we have a better ear to hear in 2022 that if someone says they don't want to celebrate their birthday, it's not our job to then go and cook up some celebration because we want to celebrate? Yeah, and then it goes on to, you know, the whole chastising. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, leave, leave well enough alone. If you couldn't tell that his reaction, he was serious about not celebrating his birthday. And so this is where a uh, it there'd be a lot of people say, well, what's the big deal? It's just a birthday party. Well, the, the fact is, it wasn't everybody else's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was his. And if he didn't want to be recognized for something, then respect respect the request and just go on wait till the next next birthday party we're just i don't know it's just odd so i don't know if it's four hundred fifty thousand dollars worth i don't know how you i don't monetize i I don't know how you say okay a panic attack and the you know the stress and distress and all that i I don't i don't know but i do think that we just if they if he says don't celebrate my birthday honor his wishes and leave it at that the National Corvette Museum is, says it's adding an education gallery that will feature artifacts and interactive technology to share the brand's story. Construction of the 2,000-square-foot gallery is set to begin late in May. The gallery is scheduled to open later this year or in nearly, uh, early 2023. They say this new gallery will educate, engage, and entertain our guests. They also need to put like a short on there about sinkholes. <laughs> so here's the story of the Corvette. Here's the story of the sinkhole. I, I haven't been back to the Corvette Museum in, in a little bit. I, I enjoyed yeah, it, my know, trip that I did go. You know the Corvette. You know the movie when Harry met Sally, when Corvette met sinkhole. <laughs> that would be a nice little short movie that they could show on the Maybe on we the can screen. Uh, Tam, hmm? what about the Reds? You know, uh, don't you got another story there to talk about? Well, or? I do. We'll move on to NASCAR in just a second. But I, I hadn't been paying that much attention. But they're two and eight. And they've given up, what, 45 runs yeah. in 10 games? I don't think we have enough time for me to truly explain what's wrong with the Reds. So is there any way they're going to recover from this? or is this I mean, just... when you look at it, if we're just talking the, the absolute basics of it, you look, series number one, they had four games against the defending World Series champion Braves. Yeah. And they had two games against the Guardians, who's a really good team from the AL. And now you just had four games at L.A. So you've had eight games, eight of your ten games on the road against, you know, the defending world champions and arguably the best team in in baseball. Right. So I mean, you you can look into it, and if you want to take things with a, a positive turn, there, there's your positive swing on it. All right. Well, let's give them another ten games, and we'll reevaluate. Yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of see. It doesn't get any easier for them over the next uh, ten. All games. right. Let's just look at it thirty games in, and then we'll decide. Can we talk the, the All Star break is the season to watch. <laughs> oh, they'll have a fire sale before the All Star break, I think. Uh, and then Kyle Busch, anybody but Kyle Busch. One at uh, Muddy Bristol over the weekend. So I actually watched five minutes of that race yesterday. Hope it was the first five minutes and not the last. <laughs> Watch any middle, of the, middle five minutes. Any of the USFL? No, I honestly forgot it had happened. And when I went to turn on, I found NASCAR instead because there was no games on. Go Maulers. Uh, Max Duffy plays for the Pittsburgh Maulers tonight. So can't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. USFL tonight because it was rained out yesterday. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. I'll drink my beer in a tavern. Sing it. He's working man blues. Today is Ham Radio Operators Day today. I know sometimes my performance is amateurish, but technically I'm a professional. But for all those days, all those folks who have ham radio licenses my granddad was a ham radio operator really yep yeah he had a ham opera had a ham radio in there and it's kind of fascinating on he could tune, would he, tune would he people, talk to people yeah he would yeah he would talk to people yeah um you know from you know, all the they'd, truckers they'd squawk <laughs> no no that's cb uh, cb that's not that's <laughs> not uh, this is you could you could talk to people all over the globe you know <laughs> if you got it caught just right and it was ham operators. They'd like to know who they're confirming they can talk with. They keep a map and mm-hmm. they document all the people they've communicated with. Do you still so. have his map? Um, I don't. I uh, don't. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, Sam. Because that'd be probably pretty cool to like frame yeah, and hang up. Yeah, it would. Uh, today is Adult Autism Awareness Day. It is Animal Crackers Day today. 
There, just as a point of order, there are no real animals in animal crackers. I actually like animal crackers. Animal crackers in my soup. Animal crackers loop de loop. I can take her, take them or leave them. It's one of those few things that I will. But it's funny how you like animal crackers, but you don't like graham crackers. <laughs> no, no, I do not. To me, they're no. they're at least first cousins. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They may be first cousins. But oh they're, yeah, they're they're, they're very similar. similar. Can I say, uh, animal crackers are a sweet version of goldfish. Probably uh, a little bit more dense, but yeah, yeah, yeah I mean that's. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird to feel like you compare goldfish and animal crackers. It's pinata day today. Oh. So you think, you think he had a pinata at his birthday up in Covington? At Gravity Diagnostics? Oh, uh, probably not. I was already thinking of another birthday, so I was confused. Like, uh-huh. hey, who are you talking about? So, Alea's birthday party was Saturday. And when it came time for the pinata, the pinata <laughs> was announced. And I said, oh, good, because there's, Alea loves to, you know, hit things with a stick. So, like, stand, stand back. And then uh, something happened, and it was new school pinata. Have you seen the new school pinatas? Is it the one that you pull the yes, strings? Yeah. ribbons. <laughs> yeah, I was a little, I was a little crestfallen. I thought, oh, Can't you still beat good. it with a stick, though? Well, you can you if, if there's a stick. Yeah, you could. Um, Do you not have a baseball bat? No, but can I tell you, there were 12 kids lined up, and the third kid is the one yeah. that pulled the... the so, Alea got to go first, pulled it, nothing. And then, was it the second or the third child? Do you remember? Uh, it was early know. on, because yeah, then there were nine third. other kids going, oh. oh, no, I don't get to pull it. Uh, <laughs> but the trick was, what, what happened is, the third young lady, she grabbed the ribbon that was attached to all the other ribbons. So, so when she pulled in, all the ribbons came down in the pinata open. But that kid, she was very good because she also <laughs> won um, pin the horn on the unicorn. Okay. Yeah. But she was sweet enough because we had prizes for, we had three different games. But she was sweet enough because she won the prize for the pinata mm-hmm. that she let someone else have the prize for the second round of bingo. So, but she... That little girl, she she's quick. Like uh, she knew what she was doing. Of course, I was sitting in the cheap seats, and when that happened with the pinata, I kind of grumbled to myself. That wouldn't happen if there was a stick involved. <laughs> you know, like, if we'd just gone with the stick, we could have uh, we could have solved all this problem. And it's tax filing deadline day. You might have thought it was Friday because it was the fifteenth. Pretty much, we're going to have we're going to have. Uh, tax filing deadline after April the 15th now because of the way some holidays are falling. And uh, so just it's going to be always after the 15th, I think, going forward. Now, does does your dad, like, is this a day like at 530 today? Do they like pop champagne or something? Or, or is this like a big cele- celebratory day for them? Or Yeah. Um, historically, they would get ice cream about ice middle cream? of the day. Okay. Um you know, pretty much today is there are some people getting corralled in on a day like today for last minute signatures and filings. But if you're just rolling in there today, uh, you're either getting the door slammed in your face. No, I'm just kidding. Or you're getting an extension. You're saying, sorry, there's just not going to not going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, I know dad right now. If I had a camera in his office, he's just slaving away. He's just. You know, he's got one of those little visors that they wear, like in the sting, where mm-hmm. the mathematicians, they they take pencils and they write down all the things on their sheets. And mm-hmm. he's got one of those bands around his left sleeve to keep his to keep his sleeve up out of his ink mm-hmm. well, like they did mm-hmm. in old timey. And he's just sitting over there ciphering, ciphering. And he's got an abacus. He's got two abacus. He's got an abacus on. He's Is got a left ab- abacus ab- and a right ab- abacai. It would be an abacai. Yes, it's a family okay. of abacuses. Is an abacai. Uh, I mean, remind me to tell you something during the break. <laughs> Can't share it on air. Well, I mean, it's just. Would, would your uh, watch be lighting up if you started sharing on air? <laughs> no, no, no. But um, no, but just some things shouldn't be broadcast. <laughs> um, a new survey says 
So you're getting an extension. If you're just now waking up today doing your tax return, you're you're getting an extension. Unless you're doing it yourself. Uh, by the way, though, if you mail it at the post office, you might want to do it with a tracking number. Because I don't know about you all, but at least one thing that I've tried to send in the last six months to a year has been lost. So you you don't really want the IRS coming back and saying, no, you didn't send it on time. Oh, I sent it on time. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. lost in transit. So you might you might do that. A new survey says kids think farm animals deserve the same treatment as pets. We have mm-hmm. done our kids a disservice yes. if they don't know what a farm is and does. <laughs> um, yeah, this was this study was primarily in the United Kingdom. I wish I could claim that we're doing it better in the United States, but I doubt we are. Unlike adults, children believe farm animals should be treated the same as people and pets, and children are less likely to view eating animals as morally acceptable. The study included 479 people in England from three age groups, 9 to 11, 18 to 21, 29 to 59, who were asked their views on the treatment of pigs on farms, pets, dogs, and people. The results suggest that speciesism, giving different value to different animals, is learned during adolescence. So... Maybe we should just do a better job of educating what farms are. I agree. Because if you were going to protect farm animals into pets, they would no <laughs> longer be farm animals and farms wouldn't exist. Farms and you would not feed them like pets. You would you, like there is a purpose. Oh, why does that farmer feed that calf so well? There's one specific reason that calf gets fed well. And that's so that it'll feed you. Exactly. And if you have them as pets, you still have to feed them. So you're feeding really expensive pets because cows are big. They're going to eat a, like, a lot more than dogs. Yes. Horses. I mean, we, we, I, there's no return. Yeah. In my lifetime, it's remarkable where society has gone on pets. I mean, I just. To be honest, I don't. This does not have. Who, if you think it's a pet. Have it be a pet. It's your animal. Do whatever you want with it. Well, That's kind of what I'm saying. I don't mind. Like, you, you know. As I always say, you do you. Does it make you happy if you're, you think your horse is a pet? Go for it. Or you think your cow's a pet? Or you think your chicken? Sam, go for it. How would, you feel if you're, how, how would you feel if your next-door neighbor had a cow in well, the my same next, building that you live in? My next-door neighbor, they've now added roosters. And I'll tell you what, one of, <laughs> one of them... <laughs> He doesn't know what time the de- the sun comes up because he just likes to do it all day. His clock's busted. Well, it's just, I mean, it'll be like mm. yesterday. I was sitting mm. washing dishes at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and your cock-a-doodle-doo. Well, he had taken a nap. <laughs> it's like my man. Well, you're, you're laughing about it. So, Well, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's fine. Yes. What about 4 a.m.? I mean, I've heard him at like 11 or midnight. <laughs> okay, so... It- the rooster's a little well, off. That rooster's got his days and nights turned around. Well, that's a <laughs> good really thing know. for you. But yes, yeah, so, and you know what? If it makes them happy to have Mr. Rooster with a broken clock, then go for it. What, what if his clock wasn't broken? <laughs> Would you feel differently? I, I mean, I I have not experienced him with, it, with a non-broken clock. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling you'd feel a little bit different. Sam, well, I mean, Sam's a patient soul. Yes. He's well, I mean, if, if he's crowing just once a day, then it's fine. <laughs> okay. I say, I say, so. I say. Right? <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness, Sam! Yeah, <laughs> I've just got so many images running through my yeah, mind right me now. Me too. Blue Bunny offers a new twist on soft serve with the introduction of new twist cones. Okay, so based upon our previous story, I should just go ahead in full disclosure. There are no bunnies in these. <laughs> ice cream cups or cones that's the brand blue bunny no bunnies were harmed in the making of these cones the new soft serve treats feature classic flavors of soft frozen dairy dessert twisted all the way to the bottom with a bonus chocolatey bite at the bottom of the crunchy cone sounds familiar twist cones debut in three flavors chocolate vanilla strawberry cheesecake and chocolate peanut butter you can find that retailers nationwide Boxes of four cones for six bucks. 
Just, this is like a knockoff drumstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you say, without the without nu- the best without part. the nuts on the outside, without the best part. Yeah, it's. I mean, I would eat these. I would not I would say, try one. I would not say. Uh, sorry, and I'm not an ice cream person. I only do drumsticks. But I would try one. But those look uh, those look pretty good. And perhaps not surprisingly, a new study says that overall life expectancy fell in the United States from 2019 to 2020. Overall life expectancy in the U.S. decreased by nearly two years between 2019 and 2020. That's according to a new study by the Virginia Commonwealth University. Those numbers are even higher for Hispanic and non-Hispanic black populations. Researchers say that no other high-income country experienced a decrease rivaling that of the United States. Um, I think we, we have had to learn a lot. You know, over the last, uh, you know, two and some change years for this. But I, I would like to think we're not as soft as we were two and a half years ago. But that's one of the reasons the United States didn't do so well is because we sort of took everything we had for granted and thought, oh, nothing bad will ever happen to us. And then you get you know, punched in the mouth and all of a sudden it's like, so life expectancy actually dropped for the first time in a long time from 19 to 20. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Nose. Name of that song, by the way, is Fat Man in the Bathtub. <laughs> Little Feet. Heard it. Yeah, it's my dad turned me on to Little Feet in this album. Uh, 27, 28 years ago. Did you know Pringles are not actually potato chips? They're cor- aren't they corn? I don't know. I was going to rely upon you all to look it up. I'm sorry. Uh, you could probably Google it faster than you can roll over there and get the can. I did glance at the can. We have a can similar color, but not flavored the same this morning. Well, it says and here, I thought I'll look. The ingredients dried potatoes. Oh, wait a minute. Is what it says. It's okay. the first ingredient. All right. And then uh, vegetable oil. Okay. Degerminated yellow corn flour, cornstarch, maltodextrin. Rice flour and mono and diglyceride. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. I have a feeling she bypassed the can and went straight to Google and asked, "Are Pringles potato chips?" Would you like one while I have it? No, thank you. I'm good without the butter, corn on the cob flavored. Is that what it is? Sweet corn, corn. sweet corn flavored. The but they're delicious. Those nasty things. Well, I had it. Sorry, and UConn decided to buy us all each one. How they classify themselves is they are a stackable. Potato-based crisp. Uh, Potato-based. Okay. Yes. A crisp. Yeah. All right. I like them just the same. And we we should have bought a stock in Mm -hmm. Pringles Company a couple years ago. Fantastic Beasts. Is that what you did this weekend, Sam? No. Uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore film opened to a $43 million box office weekend in the United States. Now, I've never this is not Harry. I've never seen not, any. This doesn't count. Okay. I've never seen any of the Fantastic It's pieces. the lowest in the Harry Potter franchise openings. It well, of course not, it is. It's not in the it's not Harry Potter. That's what this says. So you can take it up with um I'll have to find it's the like source a knockoff, of this information. It's like what a knockoff Star Wars movie would be. Ooh, I've never seen a knockoff Star Wars movie though. Well, there is one knockoff Star Wars movie that's even better than the original. But do you classify? I no, guess Spaceballs is not a knockoff. It's a parody, I guess. Yes, it's satire. Uh, Fantastic Beast Dumbledore at number one. Sonic the Hedgehog at two. By the way, I had it confirmed for me why Jim Carrey has been in the news so much the last few He's weeks. I didn't know he was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Didn't he the? I don't know. I, I think it. he's the villain. He is okay. So he 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 does vocal work in it. That's why he's been making a press junket. The Lost City at three. Still holding on. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And Father Stew, the Mark Wahlberg movie at number five over the weekend. Here's something that uh, if you've got some coin or you're looking to invest, Ace Freely is the person who originally designed the KISS logo. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Ace Freely penned and, and um, 
Made it out. Now, I think this is brilliant. See, it's on that graph paper. You know, mm-hmm. we all had that graphing paper mm-hmm. when we were in school. And he used just a piece of simple graphing paper. And it's got the iconic KISS logo that we now recognize with the K-I-S-S. But future iterations of the logo don't have that diamond shape above the eye, I don't think. And the lips are no longer there because the lips are sort of synonymous with the Rolling Stones. So, but you can see the origins of the KISS logo, and it's going up for auction with a starting price at $50,000. Wow. And you're, you're right about there is no dot on the eye. No dot now. Yeah, I just think they simplified it into mm-hmm. just that simple KISS, but it's known the worldwide. Uh, it, it's so, um, Paul Stanley thought of the name, Ace designed the logo, then Paul refined the logo. Ace designed the logo in early 73. And I was right. It is graphing paper, just a simple sheet of graphing it's paper. It's funny. I found about five. You did? No, like packets of graphing paper <laughs> in my <laughs> office when I cleaned it out the other day. Maybe you can make some logos uh, on there. I saw where Tom Hanks threw out the opening pitch in Cleveland for the Guardians home opener. And he brought Wilson with him. So his iconic volleyball from the movie Castaway. Did you watch the video? No, I have not watched the video. So Wilson must have been remote controlled. I did hear that once he laid it down, even he was surprised that Wilson went rolling around. Yeah, Wilson kept rolling around like crazy. So he'd go and he'd grab it and he'd put it next to him again and get ready to throw the pitch. And then Wilson would take off again. And yeah. Uh, it was kind of so what I can't see in this photo and what you need to know is I don't know how many Wilsons they actually have. I don't know if they've created multiple props for him to carry around. But on the other side of Wilson that you don't see in this photograph is the Guardians logo. So this has got the Guardians on the backside of it. But I guess I had not known. So is he he from? He's from the Cleveland area, maybe? I never knew that, but there's a reason. I have no idea. I mean, you you don't roll Wilson out just for any old. He's got to be like your hometown that you would be willing to. No, he's from Concord, California. Concord, California. Well, I don't know why he's at the Guardian's home opener, but he was nonetheless. Lizzo took on host and musical guest duties for SNL. I've not seen the entire thing. I've seen a portion of it. My Sunday afternoon was dedicated to other things, not watching uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, I don't. I don't love Lizzo. I don't. I don't. Don't like, don't dislike, don't. She's just, she's just Lizzo. She had more clothes on than sometimes you see, which was. Uh, Who's Lizzo? Should I know this? You would recognize, yeah, you would recognize her recognize song. A couple of uh, her songs, but <clears throat> she. Do uh, my hair toss? Isn't that it? Yeah, hair toss. Oh, okay. All right. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> just. Uh, <laughs> you sound just like her. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Here's what I, she broke in several sketches. Like she was a little too giddy that she would break doing some sketches. Well, she's a you, singer. She's not a. Yeah, you know, that's exactly. That's, but it shows you not always just because doesn't mean both all people can do both musical guest and host. So she was marginal. But well, what I am going to give her credit for on the occasions when they have someone who is the host and musical guest. When it comes time to do the musical performance, they come back from the break. They just got a static single shot on whoever is introducing. The host typically introduces the musical guest. Ladies and gentlemen, like Daniel Craig would have said, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Yeah, and that's a very, I like that. That's a popular meme Mm -hmm. that gets used online. But when Adele is the host and musical guest, which... Actually, the last time she was on the show, she was the host and not the musical guest because her, the artist, was the musical guest. But not they her get, as in Adele, but not her, her as in, yeah. not H-E-R, capital <laughs> letters. So they get someone else, like one of the other members of One Direction, hopped up to introduce Harry Styles when Harry Styles was the host and musical guest. Mm-hmm. But every time they do that, I always think, I would like for the host to introduce themselves as the mm-hmm. musical guest. And Lizzo did that. So they came back from the break, and Lizzo was standing there, and she said, ladies and gentlemen, me. And then they <laughs> they cut to the stage, and she walked onto the stage and did her song. And I thought, finally, that's what but I've she been... She seems like she's a good performer, too. And, I mean, she's... if you like her music, I mean, she's at least entertaining. 
She has done, I, I will say this, she has done a lot for, to break the stereotypes of plus-sized people. You know, we've been in a society so long where everybody's judged for their teeny tiny waist and they got to look picture perfect, and, and she's not. I mean, she's, and she's proudly representing her words, big girls everywhere. And so she's, she's done a lot in that, you know, in that department, so I can't begrudge her any of that, but I just will say that she, she seems to opt for less clothing sometimes when maybe she should opt for just a little more. <laughs> you can say that about a lot of people, including including her. Benedict Cumberbatch will be fully clothed on SNL this weekend when he is the host and um, Arcade Fire. I like Arcade Fire. I think Arcade Fire is uh, pretty good, actually. I don't, I don't. I haven't haven't done a deep dive. Speaking of Harry Styles, he performed at Coachella. With Shania Twain, that's a that's an combo. odd odd yeah. combination. Harry Styles uh, did a, a what was reported to be a killer set, and Shania Twain is that Shania Twain? No, this is okay. uh, there were, right. must have been multiple. All right, uh, that's say, Olivia Wilde. Say Shania yeah. Twain has she's <laughs> aging very well. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, she, looks as, she looks she looks <laughs> the same as she's, uh, <laughs> Benjamin Button as in there. Harry Styles. And then uh, lastly, uh, no, not next to lastly. So I saw where. Liz Sheridan, who played Jerry Seinfeld's mom on Seinfeld, she passed last week. She That's was a two cl- Seinfeld moms. Yeah, classically trained dancer. Yeah, in a, in a month, a, right? Two weeks, two weeks yeah. or so. And then I saw this, Sam. Maybe you saw it. Um, did you see the intentional walk? Yeah, Joe in Madden. Major League Baseball. Is it uh-huh. the Rangers game? The Rangers Angels. Yeah. So bases loaded, intentionally walked in a run, mm-hmm. so they didn't have to pitch to who. Corey Seager. To Corey Seager. And I read that's only, what, the third time? Sixth. The sixth, sixth time, time I think. in Major League Baseball history. And I think maybe it might have been that three of those times were to Barry Bonds. I see. That okay, might have been That it. makes sense. Uh-huh. But they gave up a run. So they and didn't have to Intentional to walks, pretty mm-hmm. common. But to intentionally give up a run to not have to be, it obviously is, they had a lead. It's really funny to see Mike Trout in center field, who is arguably the best player in all of baseball, it has a camera on him when it happens, and you can tell he's looking, and he's like, wait. It's like, and you can, you can look at him like you can see in the camera like he's looking at all of the bases, and, and it like sets in like, what are we doing? Even he was puzzled, right? Uh-huh. We're giving away a run for this, uh-huh. but uh, it worked out for us, didn't it? I think they won. Yeah, I think they won. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Note. Taking down your neighbor won't take you any point to ponder for today what is the most annoying song according to you what is the most annoying song it's so broad it is very broad let me give you an idea here's why i was asking rolling stone in the recent uh issue i don't know if they still print it but in the recent digital issue or whatever it says a survey of music listeners found that we built this city by the Jefferson Starship. Uh, it's just Starship is the most annoying song. Oh, I don't ever. mind that song. I don't mind it either. I'd know that Misty doesn't like it. I remember when it would come off John Chart Topper, she'd say she didn't like it. But I don't know that she would classify it as the most annoying sound, song in the world, would she? It's certainly not the most annoying sound in the world. Toto Would you like to hear Africa? it? Uh, oh, you don't yeah. like Toto Africa? Uh-uh. Uh, really? I do not. Even the remake? Um, Weezer? I love Weezer. Well, Weezer made the version of Toto that it went... Three years ago yeah. or so. Um, anything Taylor Swift, but that's just because I don't like her. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, this is... I like it's... We Built This City because it's got that air check on there of that uh-huh. jock from uh-huh. San Francisco. Yeah, 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 yeah. The city by the bay, the city that rocks, the city uh-huh. that never stops. Marconi plays the mamba. I, so can, I mean, it's... It, it's not the worst, but I mean, I don't love it. There's, but is it Songs like it, like of the Misty. South? Is that Alabama? Well, what's funny, Sam, is I just skipped it. Thank it you. came up to play, and, so I, there is and a, I hit reload, and it loaded is up Casey There is a Muskrat. certain school that we go to. For broadcasting, that loves playing that song, for for games, loves playing that song, and they don't just play it. That gym starts shaking, and as you know, for a broadcaster, there is nothing worse than when one you can't think, and two you can barely hear yourself talk into a microphone. Are you sure it's not mountain music? 
It, it might be. I think it might be both. Yeah, it's not, it might be mountain. Oh, okay. Mountain. Well, I it can might, see where them doing that on mountain. I'm not naming any names because everybody well, really has you to are, do that on mountain. When the show's music. over, you can tell me. Well, I think you could probably draw conclusions as to who it might be. I have a couple of guesses. Well, I think you're only going to need one. Is it that way, that way, or that way? <laughs> it might not be. Uh, is, is it behind you or to your put, left? Let's put it this way. Uh, I enjoy going to this place for really any other. Well, there's one other reason, but they have now helped us to solidify that reason. Okay. Well, the, and I know that, we might have. rules out Butler County. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was my first help, guess. Help is not a. Uh, no, uh, Butler, not County, part of the Butler County just likes playing Sweet Home Alabama over and over again. Uh, I got you. But they like whenever they. It's funny. Whenever the song stops. So whenever the game returns, they just pause it, and then they just start it wherever they wherever end it. they left off. Yeah, so it's just funny that we just get to listen to... I think it's mountain music, by the way. Uh-huh. It might be. Uh, Either or. It's, and it's, it's just... They're great people down there. We could probably spend an entire show on Most Annoying Song, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll leave it at this. I started when I read Starship, and I don't mind Starship because, again, it's got broadcast influence in it. But I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you there are some songs from the 80s that if I didn't grow up in the 80s, if I could listen to them with completely mm-hmm. like clear eyes, I would realize how annoying they are. I'm just Googling. A, oh, in fact, a list here. I'm, I'm now curious to see what they say. No, this is the list, in fact, that you have that you mentioned. From uh, Rolling the, Stone? Yeah, I guess. What's number two? <laughs> My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> we Are the World is three. Oh, what's the Mary J. Blige song? Oh, oh, that gets The me. Macarena is four, and One Week by the Bare Naked oh. Ladies at five. Oh, but it bad. comes on, like, all the time. Gosh, there's some good songs on this. Oh, they got uh, Photograph by Nickelback on this list. Look at that photograph. Yeah, I'm kind of over that. All right, on TV tonight, American Idol, the judges will save four singers that didn't get... Uh, through on the vote this is their ability to put their thumb on the scale american song contest is on nbc better call saul season six premiere on amc and on hgtv season four premiere of celebrity iou tiffany haddish tonight we've watched some of these uh celebrity iou's and i think michael buble did one and um and then i'll mention we were supposed to do cougar baseball but that's been postponed oh yeah maybe later in the week Oh, by the way, I thought of something about Crawdad Stadium the other day that I that turned into a big discussion yesterday. So our mm-hmm. our, com, our last week our our talk about Caneyville boroughs and suburbs. Then, then, which you need you need to bring her back and find another good Caney. Maybe get George Lindsay on, and okay. you three really hash this conversation out uh, even more. Hey, hey, but but listen, I know I know he's busy. You know, because it's tax filing deadline. Mm-hmm. But between you and I, because nobody will tell him. I'm going to trust everybody to not tell him. You know what could be fun? Is your dad? Yes, because see, here's, here's what he won't say because he's such a good guy. He was born at Pumpkin Center. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it, Pumpkin Center is his birthplace. Mm-hmm. So to hear who the pride of Pumpkin Center is, it has to stick in his craw just a mm-hmm. little bit, even though he won't say it. So should I get... Like book in pumpkin centerers in, mm-hmm. and then s- let them settle it. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a pumpkin center trivia contest to determine who the true pride is. There was like I don't know. It felt like fifteen minutes of conversation about <laughs> at the dinner table yesterday about all the boroughs of Caneyville, sure. and I'm like, well now, uh, now I'm curious. You found, out, there, you found out about a new one. I, I even found out about yes. a new one yesterday. Yes. Are there boroughs of not, Clarkson too, and, and boroughs I, of yes, there are. Oh, I have to. Yeah, and boroughs of Litchfield. I mean, I'm, I mean, like right sure. now is 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 uh, Clarkson? I'm, is I'm Millwood a suburb of Litchfield or a suburb of Caneyville? It's its own entity. It's its own one. <laughs> it's its own entity. Mill, Millwood's out by itself. Now, does, does Shrewsbury count as a suburb of Litchfield? Then no, no, sure, no. Mm-mm. No, okay. Shrewsbury is, is the high school. Though. Is it a suburb? Uh, the high school is in Litchfield. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, that it shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah, yeah well, I know. I've heard can't, that. I've heard okay, that story. yeah, we could do this. Like, you got me started. Yeah, yes. you're going to take me Can down the. Please? You're going to yeah. take me down the high school rabbit hole on <sighs> why it shouldn't be. Why it is in the city of Litchfield and uh, 1775. Paul Revere began his famous ride from the. 
Charlestown from Charlestown to Lexington, Massachusetts, warning colonists that the British regular troops were approaching. Something like the Redcoats are coming or something. Birthdays today. Rick Moranis is 69. Jeff Dunham is 60. Conan O'Brien is 59. Eric McCormick is 59. That's he funny Will, people. Will on Will right and there. Grace. Melissa Joan Hart is 46. Courtney Kardashian is... Courtney Kardashian is 43? Really? I, 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 are those girls that old? I didn't yeah, realize they that, were. That's... I, I thought all the Kardashians were 22. <laughs> well, they were at that's one point. Yeah. When, They're trying to maintain that. People started keeping up with them. The Diamonds, Little Darling, was number one. This date in 57. You put it right on there, didn't you? Let's go to 1966. The Righteous Brothers, number one. Let's go to 1975. Hey, won't you play B.J. Thomas. I like B.J. Thomas more than I should. One, because he's one of the few real celebrities to ever pay, play a concert in Grayson County. Is this Jason's brother? Uh, first Cousins. Okay. Let's go to Kenny Loggins, number one, Footloose in 84. All right, 1993. Okay. I have to do this. 1993, The Heart Won't Lie, Reba and Vince. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that because I will come extremely late because we got bogged down. There was a time in the early to mid-90s where we crossed over on believability of videos. Mm -hmm. You can go back to 83, 84, and the advances made in videos were phenomenal. And then we got to a point where we went a little too far. You mean Michael Jackson's not actually, mm -hmm. was, is it a werewolf in Thriller? Uh, yes. I mean, Thriller's in the sweet spot, that's fine. But this, okay, Reba is in the Navy. Vince Gill is a Marine 